The Tiger Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and hey, good morning there, Daniel. I've been complaining a lot about the tipping culture here in the country. Uh, went to, uh, you go to the store. Uh, I went to a restaurant recently with your son. We paid at the counter. We had to make our own drinks. We had to bus our own table. And they still put that line in there for the tip, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is out of control. Well, now, um, a story on the internet, a viral video here. Uh, I got some doorbell camera audio of a door dasher who lost out on a cash tip because she assumed she wasn't getting a tip. Uh, You know, you can tip on DoorDash. Mm -hmm. She saw that she wasn't receiving a tip on DoorDash, so she put an angry note inside the McDonald's bag. And the note said in all caps, lucky for you, I didn't bother the food, but next time consider tipping your driver. Problem was the driver was going to receive a cash tip. Oh. Until the person, I guess, discovered this uh, note here. Here's what happened. Here's how it played out. Hello. Ignore. You keep that. Why? Because I didn't see a tip on the app, and I put a little card in there. So please keep that. I'm sorry. No, I just had cash. Please take It's okay. It's that. okay, because it's okay. Thank you. Have a good night. What an awkward interaction there. So the lady knows she's left a note in the bag. And she's about to receive the cash tip, and then she's out of guilt, just says, no, 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 just keep the cash. She's probably going to get fired for that. What she was saying, keep that, she uh, meant keep the tip because I wrote you a nasty note. Yeah, the note's in the bag, and it's too late now to remove (laughs) the note. How awkward, man. (laughs) Um, Lucky for you, I didn't bother the food, but next time consider tipping your driver. I mean, job gone, right? What do you mean job gone? You think DoorDash is going to let somebody continue to deliver food that writes a note that says lucky for you? Like, you're lucky I didn't mess with your food? Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, that's the standard is your food not to be messed with. Not, hey, you're lucky in this particular instance I didn't mess with your food. Yeah, I was seeing, um, I'm a part of some group on Facebook, and I was seeing that um, I guess you can change your tip afterwards. That was a problem. So people were putting, like, $15. $15. So the driver's like, man, I'm going to deliver this real quick. Mm-hmm. And then they deliver it, and then the tip goes down because you can change the tip afterwards. <laughs> it's a messed up system for sure. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Dino. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Warren Ziders on 98.5 The Bull at 643 with Ty and Dino. And here we go with Cadillac 3 tickets. I always like playing these games early in the morning. Folks have to get to work early in the morning. That's right. And uh, speaking of folks heading to work, it's Matt. How are you this morning, Matt? I'm good. How are you guys? What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an operations manager for a refractory anchor company in uh, West Tulsa. Man, I couldn't begin to tell you what that was. Is that oil? (laughs) Uh, It is far petroleum, yes. Yes, we do a lot of petroleum products. You touch oil. Got it. Well, listen. He's uh, like Jed Clampett. Are you like Jed Clampett? I wish. <laughs> He's richer than him. Uh, Matt, right. I've got some, uh, for Cadillac 3, you know, there's three of those guys. So I've got types of things. I'm going to give you three of something. And you'll tell me what type of thing it is. You'll see where we're going when we get going here. Uh, if you need some help from Tig, you can cry out for Tig's help. But I, I don't think you will. All right. All right. First up, Matt. Got the bell ready, Tig? Yes, sir. Matt, the three types. Incandescent, fluorescent, or LED. Light bulbs. That is correct. Up next, femur, tibia, mandible. Those are bones. That is correct. Matt, Persian, Siamese, American short hair. Uh, those are cats. Correct. Let's make it a little harder here for you. Matt's uh, a cat lady. 
Are you a cat lady, buddy? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, how many cats do you have? Ty Gloves, an opportunity to talk about his cat now. No, I don't. Oh, man, we have we have three cats. Man. Mm, what are their names? <laughs> Dee Dee, Karen, and Salvi. <laughs> All right. Nice. Good to meet them. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Matt, bomber, smoking, leather. Ooh, jacket. Correct. How about jab, cross, hook? Oh, those are punches. Punches is correct. All right, I got to see if I can stump Matt here. He's too good. How about office, <laughs> high, rocking? Chair. Correct. Cocktail, mm. sun, gown. Uh, dresses. Ugh. French, butterfly, Eskimo. Mm, repeat that one again. French, butterfly, Eskimo. Mm. Kiss. Good gummit. <laughs> I'm going to stop this guy. Um, okay. Aerial, wedding, nature. Mm. I think I got this one. Man, you got me on that one. Oh, you got I think I've got it. Oh, you don't know, Matt? I think I got it. Aerial, wedding, nature. <laughs> Photography. Photography, you stupid dummy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> guy's killing it. All right, Matt, you're too smart funny. for me. You're too smart for me. You got them all right, except that last one. Uh, plenty enough to go see Cadillac 3 inside the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, April 19th. Who are you going to take the show with you? Uh, I'm going to take my wife with me. All right. What's her name? Her name's Melissa. Well, wish Melissa our best, and uh, you guys keep warm and have a great time at the show, all right? Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Matt, could you do me one last favor and give me three numbers and an animal? 98.5 The Bull. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, it's uh, cold outside, and I did the thing I do every single morning with my Nissan. And you can get your Nissan at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Before I got in the shower, I take quick showers, but I, I hit this thing on my remote. I hear the car and start up, and then it's hot when I get in there. Like, no problem. Especially useful on days where that, that water is on your windshield and it's frozen. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you don't want to sit there like Daniel has to just go take it. Um, yeah, I did the same thing this morning, except I had to go outside with my metal key and insert it into the thing, jiggle it because it was almost halfway frozen, and sit in there and shiver for 10 minutes. Good for you, man. Yeah. But I don't have to go through that. The plight of Daniel. Jackie Cooper Nissan, man, they've thought of everything. Even the stuff like just remote start. Apple CarPlay, if you got an iPhone. They uh, have this device. I don't know how it works, but whenever I'm about to get into traffic or something, it tells me if somebody's next to me. And the number one thing to me is safety. Absolutely. Every day I pick up my kid from school and we're always in the car and we're doing things and I need to know that car is safe. And Jackie Cooper Nissan, they figured it out because they look good and they're safe. And you can get started with low interest rates all over the parking lot. The largest inventory of new Nissans in the entire state of Oklahoma right now at Jackie Cooper Nissan. You can get started and when you trade in up to $1,500 more than your car is even worth according to Kelly Blue Book Value. Ain't that crazy. How about it? JackieCooperNissan.com. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Uh, you want to do the thing here? Yeah, if you want to. Uh, you know, that story, we were uh, really kind of uh, fascinated with the story about the Alaska Airlines flight that was flying through the air and uh, just the door flies off. Mm -hmm. Refrigerator-sized hole. Thank God nobody was hurt. 
Who was it telling us that it was a miracle nobody was sucked out of that thing? Oh, nobody was sitting in those seats right next nobody to it, Nobody was right? next to the, the, the door that fell out. And uh, it did, like, just suck this one guy's shirt just completely off. And another guy's phone was sucked out at 16,000 feet. And this thing plummets to earth completely unscathed. Yeah, some jogger, somebody was looking for stuff, found a phone, and found out it was from that flight. How does it fall 16,000 feet and still, like, perfectly work? I don't know. And you said another ironic thing about that was this guy didn't have his phone locked. <laughs> yeah, like the jogger, whoever it was, was able to tell it was from Alaska Airlines because he opened the phone. There's no code on it. Like, who doesn't lock their phone? I mean, yeah, you got Venmo or something like that. I don't know if you ever had an experience with Venmo, but if you Venmo somebody or somebody where, you know, a scam that some people use sometimes is they'll say, hey, can I use your phone really quick to call my, my brother or something? So you're like, sure. You hand them your phone. They get into your Venmo. Venmo themselves all your money. Oh, Hit my God. send, and it's done. There's nothing you can do. Venmo I've never even won't. heard of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beware of that, by the way. Wow. Uh, but we wanted to know this morning, we're going to play a little game here. Uh, we'd like to know from you where you drop your phone. Mm-hmm. And then me and Ty will <laughs> guess. Dana will always ask me, he goes. If it was destroyed. He goes, if you were, like, at a country concert and you your phone dropped into the porta potty mm -hmm. that hole, are you trying to get it or not? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure. I'm sure this maybe somebody's had this scenario happen to them. But a nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Tell us the scenario in which you dropped your phone, and Tig and I will predict if it was destroyed or not. Uh, Tig, I will give you one right now. Uh, one day I went to Arby's, and I had taken my phone and I had put it on my leg in the car. And then when I opened the door to get out with my Arby's, it fell. I would say two to three feet. I'd say that uh, it cracked your screen. Completely destroyed. <laughs> okay. How it can fall 16,000 feet. And nothing happens. And but, not be destroyed is beyond me when I dropped it one inch. Give me a scenario where you dropped your phone. Same, same thing. I think getting out of the car is dangerous. And the same exact thing. And it fell. And, of course, it made, like, it was a crack, but... One of those ones where I, I thought I could live with it. You oh, know? that's like, the worst. You ever see somebody with a phone and it's so cracked, you're like, how do you live with this thing? Yeah, my little brother, uh, you know, he's like 16 years old, 17. His phone is completely cracked, so much so that, like, you know, cut his fingers. And I'll say, man, that phone is destroyed. He's like, I wouldn't say it was destroyed. <laughs> like, I would. Uh, so we're taking the calls. Where did you drop your phone? And me and Daniel will guess if it broke or not. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. It's uh, one minute away from 7 o'clock at 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. So me and Daniel were talking about that Alaska Airlines flight where the door fell off. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And somehow at six, from 16,000 feet, a guy's phone got sucked out, landed, was fine. But, you know, if you drop your phone two feet, it gets destroyed. So we wanted to hear from you guys. Where did you drop your phone? And me and Dana will guess whether it was destroyed or not. Um, hey, Patty's with us. Good morning, Patty. Good morning. Where'd you drop your phone? J.C. Penney's toilet. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, in the toilet at J.C. Penney's, a couple of questions. Um, I guess it landed in the toilet. Yes. Did it hit water? Yes. Oh boy. Did Thank you, God, by the way. I guess you fished it out, so now we know. Now we can tell yes. if it was broken or not. Um, was yes. it in a case? No. Mm. Now, how long ago was this? Because now, like, the iPhone, was it an iPhone? 
Yes, about 10 years ago. Okay, oh, so yeah, I don't yeah. know if they were waterproof Completely destroyed. Then. Okay, yeah. Is that your answer, Daniel? I say destroyed. What do you say? I say it was destroyed or, yeah, destroyed. What do you think, Patty? Yes. It was. We got it right. Because <laughs> now, apparently, you can drop it in a toilet, and it's okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Did you try that thing where you put it in rice and everything? I did. I did. But it didn't work, huh? It was no-go. I was sorry that happened to you. Uh... <laughs> That's pretty rough, man. I don't yeah. know. Well, Patty, it I appreciate was. the call. So we're taking your calls this morning on uh, tell us where you dropped your phone, and Daniel and I will try to guess whether... It was unscathed or destroyed? Did it survive? 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. So Daniel and I were talking about how that uh, that Alaska Airlines flight, a guy's phone got sucked out. It landed, didn't break. How come, though, if it falls from 16,000 feet, it's fine, but if it falls two feet, our phones break? So we're taking your calls. Um, basically, we want to know where you lost your phone or dropped your phone, and then we'll guess if it was destroyed. Hey, who's this? It's Trent. Trent. Uh, tell us the situation in which you dropped your phone. Uh, I was uh, grading some dirt and uh, jumped out of the uh, skid steer, dropped it, lost it, and then uh, ended up tracking it back with my other phone, trying to uh, find exactly where in the dirt it was. And it was uh, buried under dirt. Okay, so it was buried under dirt. Uh, another couple of questions. Was it in a uh, case or not? Uh, yeah, OtterBox. I'm going to say, Tig, I'm going to predict, Tig, that uh, the phone... Survive unscathed. What will you say, Ty? I, I agree with you. Yep, it was fun. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Good for him, man. And you ran over it with the grater? Nope, it didn't get ran over, but uh, it got buried. All right. Yeah, maybe well, the burial was good for it, like protected it from other elements and stuff. I can't believe he found it. Well, thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you think so. Yeah, you guys have a good one. You know. So we're talking about how that uh, that Alaska Airlines flight, thank God nobody was hurt or anything like that. The door flies off and a guy's phone gets sucked out of it. Falls 16,000 feet to the ground. Somebody finds it totally intact and working. So how is it possible that it falls from 16,000, but if you get out of your car and drop it at Arby's, it's destroyed? Isn't there always that mental uh, thing in your mind? Whenever you drop your phone, it lands face down. You got that one to two seconds where you, you're just Wondering. reaching down and you're like, I, I don't know what's about to happen here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to to have you guys call us, tell us where you dropped your phone, and me and Dana are going to guess whether it broke or not. Is that about right? Yes. Did it survive or was it destroyed? Who's this? Samantha. Samantha, where'd you drop your phone? So I got my kids a snack at the gas station, got them buckled in the back seat, set my phone on top to like, get them situated, oh. and forgot I set it up there and pulled out onto a four-lane road and didn't realize it was there until I heard it slide off the back of my car. <laughs> had to go down the street and turn around and come back and get it from the middle of the road. All right. Let me see. Was it in a case? It wasn't a case. Okay. Everybody has a case now pretty much, right, Tag? Nobody raw dogs it anymore. I it's always know. a case. I don't see a whole lot of that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to predict... I'm just going to go on a limb here and say it was destroyed. I don't think from the initial fall off the car, but I imagine if it's a four-lane road, it's probably going to be kind of busy, Tig. So I would imagine it was ran over. Tig, what do you say? I say it was destroyed from the fall itself, but uh, what say you? So it did not get run over. It was busy. Miraculously did not get run over. There were a few cracks in the screen protector, but other than that, it 
was fully functioning and fine. Functioning. Wow. All right. Well, look at that. There's I some hope. Amazed. If I leave my phone on the car. That's the thing. Like, you can uh, drop it out of an airplane or drop it off a car to get ran over, but if you drop it two feet, it's going to break. <laughs> so I started to get where I just go get the – you can go get a screen replaced cheaper than you can get a new phone a lot of times. So I'm on my third screen on my phone. This guy refuses to get a new iPhone. What You keep getting the thing repaired and replaced. Don't yeah. you want, like, the new phone? No, because I can't tell the difference between, like, iPhone – 10 and 13. I you mean, it's the same thing. You don't know if you thing. can tell the difference if you haven't used the new iPhone 10 to 14 or All whatever. All I do is check my email and look at Facebook, so who cares? Yeah, I'm sure that's the only websites you go to on that thing. Hey, who's this? Justin. Hey, so where'd you drop your phone? Uh, my wife had dropped her phone in the toilet. Oh, boy. Another toilet drop? Uh, how many years ago was this? Um, it was actually about three weeks ago. Okay. Right. Now, because I, I was at a, a pool party this summer, and I saw a guy in the pool with his iPhone, and I said, are you crazy? And he goes, no, these are waterproof now. Well, Ty, you're assuming that it was an iPhone. I am. Uh, what kind of phone was it? It was an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess uh, it did survive. It did survive, yes. Yeah. Look at that. Landed uh, in the toilet? Landed in the toilet, in the water, yep. Right on top of Fiki's. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, yep. Who, who fished it out? Is that like your wife comes and gets you to do it, or? I I actually wasn't home, so she didn't have the choice of me fishing it out of the toilet. She had to. Oh, I see. Uh, so, say you were at, say, Oktoberfest or something like that. Your wife is in the porta toilet. Her phone drops into that, you know, that den of iniquities, that hole in that thing, and calls you and says, hey, uh, I need you to come fish this phone out. Are you going to do that for her? Uh, probably not. She's on her own. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't help your wife out Marriage is a union up to a certain point. Then you're on your own. There's there's a lot of things I'll do for my wife, but there's certain things that my hands don't go to. What if she said, uh, <laughs> Justin, I need you to hold me by my legs and just lower me down in there? <laughs> Now, that might be a different story. I'll help her out on that part. <laughs> He'll lower his wife into a porta toilet, just not reach down in there. Touch it. Boy, that's an awful hole exactly. in there, isn't it, though? Oh, yeah. You, you say every time uh, that you're not going to look down in there, and that's the first thing that you do. Uh, exactly. Every time. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> why do we do that? Well, I don't know why we torture ourselves, but <laughs> we do it. All right. I don't Thanks know why for the call, we man. do that, but we do it every time. Thank you, guys. 17 degrees downtown is 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Tig and Daniel. What's up? It's Spud. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I got to tell you, Spud, uh, it, it was Tig's birthday the other day, and I was expecting a call in from you, and you didn't know. call in. I tried to call, but everybody was calling in. Well, you broke Tig's so, heart, yeah. Spud, so you better say some kind words to him no, this morning. I didn't. This guy's hey, crying all day yesterday. Go ahead, Spud. No. <laughs> He ain't no old man yet. <laughs> I dropped my phone off a two-station scaffold at the job. What? Two-story scaffold at the job? Of a two, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Spud, was it in I'm a, a case? I'm a construction worker. I know. Was it in a case? Nope. Okay, no nope, case. but I got a flip phone. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, He's very proud right. of his flip phone. He doesn't phone. have a smartphone. <laughs> I think you get run over by a tank, huh? Uh, I think that yeah. survived. You could drop that thing from space, you buddy. You know it did. Yeah. But I can't take pictures. So. Well, do you want us to get you a new yeah. phone, Spud? No. Heck no. Why? No, I don't want a new phone because now I have to keep up with everything. What do you mean? He I got simple enough life. to keep up with. Hey, that flip-flop or TikTok that y'all talk about in mm -hmm. the mornings. Yeah. We don't, yeah. 
We ain't got time for that. So you don't watch <laughs> you don't watch flip flop on your 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 phone? No, nope. buddy, you would be no, a huge sir. star on flip flop if you were to start making videos. <laughs> now, whatever. Well, are whatever. You, we live in yeah. You're not working out. In, bud, oh, you're not working today, yeah. are you? <laughs> Well, of course. Oh, man, you're going to freeze out there. How do you keep warm? We got a little space heater. But, yeah, we try. But, yeah, when we go to the bathroom, it's cold. Okay, so that's your business, buddy. Them toilets, yeah, okay. hey, them people looking at them toilets, they better get out of them. I don't Leave that it. phone there. Who's, who's looking <laughs> in toilets? <laughs> I don't know what it means when about. you look down in the porta potty. Oh, when you're looking in that hole in the porta potty. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Spud, if you're on the there if you're you on go, the job baby. side and really tired from the night before, do you ever take a nap in that porta toilet? Heck no. Right. <laughs> He's Ain't got no standards. Way. He's probably makes makes the yeah, toilet paper no into a pillow. Way, baby. <laughs> and they're looking at that flip phone. Lord knows what he's doing in there. <laughs> you know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, I don't get disgusting. You go Come on, potty buddy. and you get out. <laughs> All right, you probably sitting there, smoke cigarettes, take a coffee break. <laughs> yeah, well, have you ever had a coffee in the porta potty? Well, I would, that's yep. what a shock. He said he smoked something, not cigarettes. <laughs> he smoked something. <laughs> well, well, Spud, go ahead and uh, wish Tig a happy birthday and uh, say you know what you want to say to him. The other happy day. birthday, Tig. And too, I'll be glad when you hit 40. Too late, Spud. <laughs> too late, Spud. I reject your sentiment. Yeah. Call again yeah. next year, I guess. Well, let us know if you need us to get you a phone. Yeah. We'll get you something different if you don't like that flip phone anymore. <laughs> nope. I told you, whenever Tag needs some more work done to his house, you call us. All right. <laughs> He's, look at him. He's we a businessman, too. We you, man, and we won't charge you yet. Oh, I ain't going to charge you like the rest of them. Oh, so. come on. You can charge yep. me. Well, Spud, it's always no, uh, good to talk hey, to you. I'll come to a free visit. He just wants He's to come over to your house. Spud's trying to get to your house real bad. <laughs> no, I know. I told you. He's over in Midtown. He's over there in them 100-year-old houses. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. We're over there all the time. Well, I, I so appreciate special houses. Well, I appreciate it, uh, Spud, and have a have a great day and stay no, warm out there, problem. brother. It's cold out there today. Oh, yeah. All right. We are. All right. See you. You know we are. Y'all have a good day, too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Semaglutide medications are all the rage these days, Tiger. You see it in the news. Uh, let me tell you about Revelex from Red Mountain. It's a brand new product, and it's like they've taken the semaglutide medications and improved them. Uh, first of all, I don't really like to inject myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of needles. Revelex is a daily tablet that you can take, and it gets rid of most of the side effects. Another thing I love about it, Half the price. Yeah, how about that? And plus, what they're saying here is that with Revolex, this new formula that diminishes the side effects, you still get that weight loss benefit. You can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. That's 15 pounds in 30 days. And if you're like us, you'd like to look a little better, feel a little better, all you have to do now is dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. It's Revolex, and you can get it today. Keyword, Red Mountain Weight Loss, when you dial pound 250. 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. Welcome in to a, The Bull Fight, Daniel, today for Corey Kent tickets. And call it into 98.5 The Bull this morning. I think both our contestants are calling from Sand Springs. Is that right? Uh, that is correct. We've got Kelly on line one. You say you work over at a car dealership, Kelly. Is that true? Yes. And, yes, it is. And what do you do over there? 
I work in the business development office at Jim Norton Toyota. All right. And uh, taking on Kelly this morning is Rodney. Rodney works for Fairway Lawns. And what do you guys do over there? Uh, we take care of any weeds in your yard. Keep them nice and green for you. All right. It, they make sure the weeds in your yard are nice and green. And uh, <laughs> you guys do it all, huh? Yeah, make sure the grass is green, not the weed. Oh, 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 I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, you guys called on a very, very special day in honor of Tig's birthday earlier this week. It's going to be a menage a Tig. Uh, Tig will also play along in the contest today. Now, beware, if Tig defeats both of you, he must decide who wins the tickets. It'll be a very awkward position for him to be in. So hopefully, uh, Tig, <laughs> that you don't beat them. But are you going to really try here or are you going to throw the contest? I'll try, but I don't... I'll try. Like, don't sabotage this, okay? okay Make sure okay. you you really try. All right. Kelly, line one. Rodney, line two. Tig in the studio. And here we go. Kelly, you were the first to get through. So we'll start okay. with you. What billionaire has said that he wants to die on Mars? Ah. Don't know. That would be Elon Musk. Okay. <laughs> Elon Musk. Rodney. Yes, sir. What prestigious title in chess has only been awarded to about 2,000 people in history? Uh, um, Master Chef. Master Chef. That is incorrect. That would be Grandmaster. Ah. Uh, Not Master Chef. I thought it was Master Chef, too, when I first read that question. Uh, Tig, mm -hmm. what does the G stand for in G Force? Gravity. Gravitational. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right. Well, Tig, uh, this morning has taken the lead so far. One. Kelly, <laughs> let's get you on the board. What body part is about. 2% of a person's weight, but requires 20% of its caloric intake. What body part is only about 2% of a person's weight, but requires 20% of its caloric intake? Your, your head? I don't know. <laughs> head is close. Uh, Tyga, uh, you will be the judge here. It is the brain. Yeah, she was late, too. Mm. I was thinking brain. <laughs> Rodney, let's get you on the board. Who has won 23 Olympic gold medals more than anyone else in history? Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is correct. Rodney on the board. Tig. I'm going to give Tig harder ones here. What instrument in a modern orchestra is most similar to a fife? <laughs> a flute? No. Okay. Piccolo. Ah, idiot. Sorry. Kelly. <laughs> Let's get you on the uh, board here, Kelly. Good luck. <laughs> According to legend, what fountain was Ponce de Leon looking for while exploring Florida? I don't know. He was looking for the Fountain of Youth. Ah, I'm no good at these games. Kelly, you're doing great. 
you are doing wonderful. Rodney. <laughs> what Greek letter is shaped like a horseshoe? Uh, Omega. Omega is correct. Tig. What brand of sneakers released in 1985 have sold for as much as $20,000 for a first edition? Nike? More specifically, Nike what? The, the Jordans. Air Jordans, I'll give you that one. All right, looks like Rodney and Tiger tied. Kelly, let's get you on the board, okay? Okay. All right. Kelly. Give me something simple. <laughs> I'm trying to find something here. Okay. What company released the Game Boy in 1989? I don't play that stuff. For God's sake, it's Nintendo. <laughs> Rodney. I'm having fun. <laughs> All right, Rodney. Uh, what prescription drug has a name which starts and ends with X? Xanax. Xanax is correct. See, I knew that one. <laughs> she knows that one. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the pharmaceuticals. That anxiety gets you, man. Hell yeah. Uh, Tig, Mars has two. Jupiter has at least 95. Mercury doesn't have any. What are we talking about here? La Luna, the moon. Moons. All right, Kelly, final question. What is the largest ride-sharing app in the United States? Uber. Uber is correct. Look at Kelly go. <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> what part of the body is affected by osteoporosis? Uh, osteo is the joint. Or no, the back, the back. That would be he the was close. That uh, would be the bones or the skeleton. Uh, All right, Tig. Hang on here. I got so many questions here to go through. <laughs> Today, Junior. Hey, pal. I got a bunch of questions. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. British people call it a lift. What do Americans call it? It's an elevator. An elevator. And with that, Tig, Manajwa Tig this morning has defeated both Kelly and Rodney in the 98-5 The Bull fight, which is exactly what I hoped would happen. Uh, Kelly, make a case on why Tig should give you the tickets, and then Rodney's going to do the same. Kelly, go ahead. Um... Actually, I did not win, so uh, my opponent won. But I would love to go to a concert. I have not been to one in a while. It's been a while um, since you've been to a concert, case. and you'd really just like you like a night out, huh? Exactly. Yeah, probably. Maybe I can find a date. No. <laughs> she's lonely. She'd like a night out on the town, mm -hmm. and that uh, would be a great time for Kelly. Uh, Rodney, why should Manajwa Ty give you the tickets? Because I'll take Cal Kelly out on the town, and we can go see Corey Kitts together. Now, that would be the uh, best of both worlds if Kelly were to agree to go with Rodney to go to Kane's Ballroom to see Corey Kent in June, and then that would alleviate a lot of the hassle 
uh, from Tig. I guess we must first of all figure out, Kelly, would you be willing to go mm. with Rodney? Mm. Yeah, he ain't trying to, hey, he's not trying to do anything weird. No, no. I, I have an old lady, and she definitely probably won't want to go to a concert. So he, you're married, uh -huh. and, and now you're inviting another lady to Kane's Ballroom? No, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Nah. <laughs> yeah, dirty dog. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll that, go together that don't work. put our separate ways. Yeah, Kelly doesn't want to go now. <laughs> well, what he's saying is... is <laughs> Rodney, what Kelly's, I mean, uh, Kelly, what Rodney's saying is that his wife probably doesn't want to go with you guys. He'll just give you the extra ticket. He ain't trying to stand with you the whole time or anything like that. I would go by myself with the extra ticket, yes. All right. Not so with a, got, yeah. Not with a married man. <laughs> no. no. Okay. All right. Well, Ty, you've got a decision to make here. But can I give one to her and one to him then? Mm -mm. You got to What do you mean I can't? You've got to decide. All right. Well, I got to give them to Rodney, and then Dang. maybe he can, like, figure out a way to reach out to Kelly and uh, give her the ticket. You so. cold-hearted snake. <laughs> what are yeah. you talking about? Maybe she can stay on the line and ask her, and we can get her name, and I'll look her up on Facebook. Well, that's going to be up to her. Now, y'all are... Maybe you give her your number, and if she wants to text you, she can, or... I don't know, Ty. I am done with that. I'm yeah. not text... Um, yeah, I can't text a married man. All right. This is so complicated. <laughs> but, he's being, but hold on. He's being so clear that he's... Just saying, hey, you can just have the extra ticket. He ain't trying to get with you. Okay. No. Well, maybe we Yeah. Okay. We can work something so out. So, in other words, Kelly, you take your car. He would take his car. Right. That's what he, he's saying. And people, two people with different yeah. tickets. We'll meet at Quick Trip. I'll give you a ticket, and then we'll go our separate ways. Well, if y'all are both going to the show, why would you meet at Quick Trip? I got uh, or <laughs> okay. meet at the show, whatever, <laughs> whatever works. I mean, I'm on the fence about this. At first, I was like, this guy ain't trying nothing weird. He's like, hey, meet me behind Quick Trip. Well, it's because it's the same place. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, well, we're going to uh, jump off the air here. You guys can figure this out. But would you guys do me a huge favor and give me three numbers and an animal? 98.5 the bull. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 the bull. 28.5 The Bull, you know, this uh, Stanley Cup thing, it's uh, still kind of hot in the news. You see people attacking each other over the ones at Starbucks, was it, or the, the pink ones that they had for Valentine's Day. Anyway, the Stanley Cup's a big thing right now, and mm -hmm. uh, I guess young people are taking them to school. Uh, Ohio mom took to TikTok to talk about how her daughter is getting teased for having a generic knockoff of one of these Stanley tumblers. Mm -hmm. That we got our daughter for Christmas. This is not a Stanley. This is a 9.98 Walmart cup that she said she thought was cute. She is nine years old. On the second day back to school after Christmas break, she comes home. She's just upset. Girls in her grade, she said nine, ten of them all got Stanleys for Christmas. And they made sure to let her know that this is not a real Stanley, that this is fake and it's not as cool. She asks if she can have a real Stanley. Do I think that a nine-year-old needs a Stanley? No. Do I have one? Yes, I have one. That being said, before you come at me, if you're a mom, if you're a parent, and you can do something to keep your child from getting made fun of, to help fit in, you're gonna do it. So we went and bought her a 30-ounce Stanley. Can we afford to buy her a Stanley? Yes. Did I think that she needed one? No. Apparently I've been proven wrong by the children in our school that are making fun of her for not having a real name brand Stanley. Uh, nothing new here though. I remember the same situation. I'm sure you had the same thing in high school. Well, I had it with uh, shoes because 
Reebok came out with something called pumps. Mm-hmm. And you, like, squeeze the tongue and, you know, it pumped the, it was stupid garbage. But if you didn't have that, I remember my parents got me the knockoff version from, like, Walmart. And go. you might as well not even try, you know, when you're that age. Because if you tried... It would have just been better for me to just wear regular tennis shoes than to try to look like a Reebok pump. And, yeah, people people mentioned it. And I went home and I told, I said, Dad, they're making fun of me at school. I don't have the real deal and stuff. And so, yeah, I understand what she's talking about. Yeah, I think the same thing. I went through that with shoes as well. I went through it with jeans. I don't know what in the world was going on with my parents back in the day, but I would ask for, like, can I get a pair of Levi's? Uh, no, they bring home rustlers. And that was a big deal at school? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, kids. Are, I feel like kids are a little nicer today. Do you think? Am I, am I wrong here? Has I, your Has your son dealt with anything like that he didn't have, as far as a product or an item that they, that he's given a hard time about? What I can say, I'm not sure yet. But um, in kindergarten, they're they're sweet and they're hugging each other at the end of the day, and then first grade, and then I I don't know. Eventually, it does change somewhere along the way. I'm not sure where. I don't remember exactly, but. Eventually, you know, it starts to kind of like, huh, that guy just made fun of me. I think uh, tease and ridicule probably got rid of the old lunchbox back in the day. You remember lunchboxes used to feature whatever characters you wanted, uh, and sometimes you would be ridiculed for that. Like, for example, I wanted to have like an A-team lunchbox. Mm -hmm. For some reason, A-team, too controversial, I guess, because Mr. T said, I pity the fool. So couldn't have that, but I did get to have like a Burton Ernie lunchbox, which I was ridiculed for. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, man. School can be tough. What was on your lunchbox? I didn't have that. I was just, I was the cafeteria kid, man. You probably had like Bill Cosby on yours or something. <laughs> the Huxtables. Yeah, David Koresh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Dana. We were just uh, covering a story where this lady sent her daughter to school without a... She, yeah, she did a whole rant about her ba- daughter being teased for not having a real Stanley Tumblr. Uh, she was a little bit, to me, like all over the place because she was like, yes, I could have gotten her one. Did I? No. Do I have one? Yes. Like, what is she even talking about? Uh, but this getting ridiculed for not having a name brand thing is ages old. As Tyke said, he wanted the Reebok pumps. And they got me random. like the knockoff version of the pumps. And that was worse than just not having pumps at all. Yeah, I wanted a pair of Levi jeans. My mom goes to Walmart, brings me rustlers. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Tiger Dino. Who's this? Hey, talking about that what you didn't have in high school thing. Yeah. That other kids had. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember in high school if you didn't have a if you didn't have a razor flip phone, you were not cool. Oh, you got a uh, crapped on because of that. I mean, could you even take your phone to school back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you could have it, you just couldn't have it out. But I remember everybody had, you know, like that the girls all had the pink razor flip phone, and the, the guys all had their silver ones. And if you didn't have one, you weren't cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that reminds me, everybody did have that particular phone. I can picture it right now, the exact phone you're talking about. Yeah, and, and nowadays it's like my son, he has a little gap phone, it's kind of like a little iPhone, but it's a little gap phone, and he's 10. And he's the only one at the bus stop that doesn't have an iPhone. Oh, man. Are you 10-year-olds? Exactly. Oh, my God. I thought I've got an 8-year-old, and I thought that I wouldn't have to get him the phone until, like, 13 or something. Yeah. Well, this Gap phone is pretty cool. It's just, like, I mean, he can send text messages and he can make calls, but he can't do, like, Internet or anything like that. Yeah, man. I bet one person I know that doesn't think it's cool, that's the (laughs) 10-year-old. Exactly. I can't believe bench 10-year-olds have iPhones, though. You're kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
That yep. is wild. That shocks me. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust mine with a, with an iPhone. I tell you that much. Yeah, we got a. I mean, my son, he's eight. We got him a watch that can call ten people, and I put the numbers in there, and he can't call anybody else aside from the ten people. So it's like Grandma, Daniel, me, my wife. Well, yeah. But he, there's no way he can get on the yeah, internet with it. Yeah, it's the same, same thing with this phone. Well, just the he price alone makes it crazy. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Semi-glutide medications are all the rage these days, Tiger. You see it in the news. Uh, let me tell you about Revelex from Red Mountain. It's a brand-new product, and it's like they've taken the semi-glutide medications and improved them. Uh, first of all, I don't really like to inject myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of needles. Revelex is a daily tablet that you can take, and it gets rid of most of the side effects. Another thing I love about it, half the price. Yeah, how about that? And plus, what they're saying here is that with Revolex, this new formula that diminishes side effects, you still get that weight loss benefit. You can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. That's 15 pounds in 30 days. And if you're like us, you'd like to look a little better, feel a little better, all you have to do now is dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. It's Revolex, and you can get it today. Keyword, Red Mountain Weight Loss, when you dial pound 250. Welcome into Did You See? It's 98.5 The Bull. A heck of a weekend. We're in store for uh, just looking at the uh, weather forecast, man. We're going to be in the single digits here and there. And you think about, as I drive into work every day, Daniel, you see the same thing. you got people walking the streets that seem like they don't have a place to go. Um, and so I'm concerned about them because this is lethal weather at this point that we're heading into the weekend. Luckily, there's people here in Tulsa that are looking out for the uh, homeless folks, especially during cold snaps. This from News on 6. A lot of what we're doing is when we're meeting people, um, we're getting them the supplies and we're saying, hey, are you ready for this weather? What's your plan? We're trying to make that plan in advance. And then the team's going to know where they are and be able to follow up. You know, I was thinking, too, that unless they're, like, around other people, maybe in a camp or something, if they're more solitude, they might not even know it's going to get cold. And Alan Crone from News on 6 says one problem is one day it's, like, 60 and sunny. And then they have no idea. It's exactly what happened between yesterday and today. Absolutely. I was never thinking, know. man, this is a beautiful day today and uh, felt great. I walked my dog twice. Even at 7 o'clock at night, it was still fairly warm. So this would have been a big surprise if you had no idea it was coming. Yes. Yeah, so they, uh, they keep track of them. And some people, for whatever reason, they don't want to go to a shelter. So they'll give them sleeping bags and that type of stuff so that they can hopefully stay warm through the night. So uh, that's awesome that there's people in this community that are doing that. Also, watch out for your own car. Things might be running well when it's warm, but when it gets super cold, you might have some problems. This uh, Cal Day from News on 6. All is calm inside the Tulsa Auto Dock Garage near 15th and Memorial. But with chances of winter weather on the way, shop operator Jeff McElroy knows his workload is about to pick up. A lot of crashes. You're going to see a lot of um, cooling system issues. The charging system and battery failures. It's no secret the snow and ice can create dangerous driving conditions for drivers. McElroy says the bone-chilling temperatures, like the ones forecasted for the area, can also take a toll on your car. Things can seem fine now, but you have a cold snap like we're going to have. You may have a situation where it's going to be, the battery's going to be dead. McElroy says the secret to avoiding an even bigger headache while traveling in the winter weather is to be prepared. This includes keeping an eye on the air pressure and tread on your tires. I got to tell you, the most popular thing that I've seen at a quick trip lately is that air pump. 
because when the uh, temperature goes down, you're starting to get those lights in your car. And I mean, it was uh, <laughs> it was pandemonium. I had to wait like 15 minutes to get the air pump at a uh, quick trip. Uh, speaking of air pumps, over Christmas, I got, I guess it's called a smart air pump or something like that. This thing, it fits in my glove compartment. Just screw this thing on and hit start. It's so small, somehow it will still fill up a tire, though. Have you seen these yet? No, I have you not. You got to get one for your car because I'm like you. I go to Quick Trip or drive around trying to find a place to get air, and it's sometimes pretty hard to find a, a place with air, but this thing just fits right in the glove compartment. I've never, I had no idea these existed. Good idea to have that. What's on your mind, Daniel? Uh, I got to tell you, uh, Jelly Roll, if I can get some audio, please. He was at the Senate hearing yesterday. He was a drug dealer in his early life, but yesterday he attended a Senate hearing on strategies to help stop the spread of fentanyl use in the United States. Uh, I want you to listen to this guy. He's so well-spoken. I would be a nervous wreck if I, have to spoke, if I had to speak in front of Senate, wouldn't you? Yeah, and he does a really good job, and he's very effective Clearly, at articulating his argument. Yeah, clear, no stuttering. Listen to this. 190 people a day overdose and die every single day in the United States of America. That's what about a 737 aircraft can carry. But because it's 190 drug addicts, we don't feel that way. Because America has been known to bully and shame drug addicts instead of dealing and trying to understand what the actual root of the problem is with that. I've attended more funerals than I care to share with y'all. This committee, I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I loved dearly. Equally, I think it's important for me to tell y'all that I'm not here to defend the use of illegal drugs. And I also understand the paradox of my history as a drug dealer standing in front of this committee. I stand here as a regular member of society. I am a stupid songwriter, y'all, but I have firsthand witnessed this in a way most people have not. I encourage y'all to not only pass this bill, but I encourage you to bring it up where it matters at the kitchen table. Look at that. He's like almost in the pulpit. The way he's delivering his message. Yeah, he could be like a pastor, couldn't he? Yeah, he did a good job. Uh, Did you see this? A woman created a bingo card for her husband's reactions to football games. Uh, If you're married to somebody that's a huge sports fan, you can certainly relate to this. Uh, She had things like quiet clapping, first down signal, saying let's go, covering his face. Here's some of uh, the husband's reactions to the Cowboy games, and then the wife talking about making the bingo card. Third and 14. What are we doing? I've been watching football games with him for seven years now, and he's been reacting the same way for seven years. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it would be fun to show everybody, you know, the silly things that he does during games. We had talked about it before uh, and just how predictable I am, and so we kind of thought it'd be a funny idea if we pieced it together just to see how well she actually knew me. And uh, if your wife did this for you, Tig, what would be on the bingo card? Um... When good things happen, I've been known to remove my cap and throw it. You just throw it across the room? Yeah, like not in an angry way. I'm like, woo, and take it off. A little celebration it. like yeah. you were graduating, you throw it into the air? Kind of that kind of thing, yeah. Oh, and finally, let's end on one quick uh, happy story here. A family flying from Mexico to New Jersey was surprised by a kind passenger on their flight who crocheted a five, their five-month-old daughter a hat. Here are the parents. And the woman who crocheted the hat talking about the cute experience. It was Romy's first flight. Ended up taking a liking to this woman next to us. The woman was crocheting, and Romy was just obsessed with it. I had the same color yarn as her little outfit, and I was like, oh my God, this baby is getting something. I'm like, I did it! Here, hat! Let's see if it fits baby. And it did, and it was really sweet. It was just a nice moment. What a cool thing to do on a plane is uh, to crochet somebody a hat. You're sitting there, you got nothing to do. Why not? Crochet, give it to somebody.
They, if they had to crochet a hat for you, it'd take a long time. Uh, why is that? Well, you got a big brain. You're real smart and stuff. Yeah, right. Are you saying I have a big head? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, no. You know, that's rude. That's messed up to body shape. Oh, get you. I talk, talk about my tag, double chin you every always day. attack me. I don't make fun of your disfigurements. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You said that if I jumped into a pool naked, it'd be chinny dipping because of my chins. Yeah. So shut I up. I also said that if you were... Uh, in an R&B band back in the day, it would be called uh, Boys Two Chins. And then he told people at work I had a horse teeth. Yeah. Right. But I don't body shame you. Right, exactly. You know what Tyke's favorite drink is? Ginger ale. <laughs> God. It's not the You remember that time you uh, flew that kite in the storm uh, with a key on it? Mm-hmm. Your name's Benjamin... Chingerman. Frankchen? No. <laughs> Wait, I messed yeah. it up. Chingerman well, Franklin. Yeah, yeah that's what you. I was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Uh, the guy went to the dentist the other day and said, oh, this guy's got chingivitis. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You don't you don't come after me ever. I'm sorry about your head comment. I forgive you. Thank you. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and hello, Daniel. I had that fun thing last night, Tig, where I the phone rings at about oh, 3:55 this morning, and uh, as you know, whenever the phone rings, it's normally not—it's not good news. At that time of the uh, uh, morning, uh, it's usually bad news. Uh, and I can't help but to imagine how you would have reacted if you looked down. It's 3:55. Not only is the phone ringing, I always put my phone on sleep mode. So if I get a text or something like that, it doesn't disturb me until it's time to wake up. Do you do sleep mode? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that means if somebody calls twice, what happens? Well, the first time you're in sleep mode, the second time they call, it will alert your, you will ring. Right. Right. So it means somebody has double called. Mm-hmm. And then you look down and you see it's one of your parents. At 3.55 in the morning. Yes. You think, oh, no, this is not good. I answer the phone. It's my dad. And he goes, I just rode past Amy's house. Amy's my sister. There was some deer in the yard. <laughs> he calls you just tell he saw deer? Yeah, I think he was messing with me. Probably. He's on his way to the casino. This guy's going to go play in one of those Texas Hold'em poker tournaments. Uh, how Texas Hold'em was hot 20, 30 years ago, and I thought, well, this is going to eventually die out, right? Still going strong. Still rolling. This man goes and plays poker all the time. Your dad. And he's motivated because uh, he's taking, like, an overnight trip to get there, apparently. Well, you yeah, know, or at least starts really at like early 11, and he's left at 3.30 in the morning to go. And I swear, when you play poker, if you have you ever seen been to one of those big poker rooms? Yeah, I've been in them, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. These guys will sit in there and play for hours upon hours upon hours. It's almost like work. Mm-hmm. And he's still doing it. So he's, uh, wish him luck today. He's heading down there right now to play poker. But your sister does have deer in her yard or none? It's, yeah, I guess. I, well, that's good to know at 3.55 in the morning. I was a little, you know, like, that's crazy that he called me, but I was so relieved that it wasn't anything bad. I didn't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, um, this is your first year in your house. It's a 100-year-old house like mine is, and I had all sorts of trouble with um, my pipes freezing past two years. Uh, each time I had to go to a hotel because we didn't have running water. And you've got the same situation where you've got a 100-year-old house, and this is your first time through it. Have you even gone out and put the, that, like, cover on the faucets outside, the spigot? Um no, because my faucet just sticks out of the concrete. It's not doesn't have like its own separate pipe that goes into the ground. I, I don't know if I need to or not. Yeah, you got to cover that up. Uh, our boss name's Bruce Law, America's boss. He's from Michigan, so he's coming over after I get off the air today, and he's going to look at 
at these things, see if I need to do them. But at this point, isn't all that stuff's going to be sold out, right? Well, I told you to get there early, but um, I was at the, uh, I had to go get salt. I went and got salt because I am concerned because I've got the sidewalk and people will be walking over and the mailman and all that. So I went and got salt. Daniel thinks that's stupid, but whatever. So I did go up to the uh, hardware store yesterday. They still had plenty of stuff. Yeah. Uh, are they going to have the spigots though? The spigot cover, you mean? Yeah. The foam? Yeah, they were everywhere. Really? Yeah. Well, so, see, I thought all that would be sold out, but... um. I'm going to run a space heater. I have like an unfinished basement. I, I imagine running a space heater is going to be enough. I don't know what I'm doing. That's why I'm going to have this guy come look at it. Yeah, just uh, keep an eye on it. The thing that sucked for me was um, the washer dryer I have is in the garage too. And so the washer, I s had to set an alarm like every three or four hours to go run the washer because there's no real great way to protect that. I mean, I could aim a space heater at it, but there's like internal components, pipes you can't really wrap inside of this thing well a couple of things for you and the reason i don't really take your advice too much on this kind of stuff is because your pipes have frozen multiple times in that garage of yours because it has not a speck of insulation in it no it's just wood and outside and i said to tyke why not get some insulation put in that garage so that you won't have to deal with this he goes insulation costs money <laughs> it does. meanwhile he's dropping all this money for repairs and yeah new pipes Another thing of note, and I saw this on Reddit yesterday, no need to get all that salt, Brian. They said, somebody said wood ash will do the exact same thing. Really? That's what they said. I've and got could tons been, of wood it ash. It could have been a loon, but they huh. said uh, if you have a fireplace, that wood ash will desalt oh or de uh, will, will dethaw sidewalks and things like but that. I couldn't imagine somebody walking through ash and then walking into your house. Like That, that would be just everywhere. It would totally destroy your carpets. If somebody walked in with oh. ash on their feet... You don't have carpet. <laughs> but people who do, and I don't. I have hardwood, and I don't want muddy hardwood either. I, I worry for you. Dude, do you know how much a 40 bag, uh, price is right, how much does a 40-pound bag of salt cost? Uh, well, I know that the small box of salt you use for cooking is about a nickel. So, I don't know, $10? It was $8. So, okay. I'm fine. I'll, I'll just keep my ash Yeah, because you don't separate. want your carpets to be ruined. Yeah. And you have all hardwood in that house. I do have rugs. Aren't you concerned? Like, don't you realize something's got to be wrong with you? No, I have rugs in the house. There's a rug under my dining room table, and there's rugs everywhere. You're like the opposite of Gypsy Rose, and that there's something is actually wrong with you, and you just don't know it. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. <laughs> the Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.